This is 63% Scottish, a Scotland appreciation podcast. Yes, hello and welcome to 63% Scottish. My name is Eamon O'Flynn and I'm your host. This is the first of our mini-episodes, which we will release every other week between full-length shows. In each mini-episode, I ask our guest from the previous week five fast questions. The questions are short, and the answers are almost as short. In fact, I've challenged our guests to answer the questions in less than one minute each. First up is Owen Innes, who joined us to talk about William Wallace and his place in Scotland's collective memory. Owen is the creator and host of the Scottish History Podcast, which has covered just about every major event in Scottish history. As a result, the five questions are mostly about historical subjects. Enjoy. Okay, so you've uh, you're, you're going. We're going to ask you five quick questions. Um, it's going to give people incredible insight into into who you are. So the question number one, many people will have just listened to your episode about William Wallace, a Scottish icon. If you were to meet any single person from Scottish history, who would it be and why? Got to be Robert the Bruce, I think. Um, I mean, why? Because, I mean, he was he's just a, a, regarded as the greatest king that Scotland's ever had. And um, the man who eventually, of course, defeated Edward II at the Battle of Bannockburn. Um, mm. so if I could be at any point in history, it would be the Battle of Bannockburn. Um, but I would definitely want to just shake the hand of Robert the Bruce, I think would be, would be adequate. Excellent. Shake the hand. Number two, few people know Scotland's history and historical sites like you do. If you could recommend just one historical location, a castle, a battlefield, whatever you'd like to our listeners, what would it be? Oh, it has to be the heart of Neolithic Orkney. Uh, I have to be very, very complicated with that one because it's it's easy <laughs> enough to get to while you're here, but in order to get there from abroad is is quite difficult. Um, mm -hmm. So the Orkney Islands are an, an archipelago of over eighty islands uh, to the north of the mainland of Scotland. So you've got to come to Scotland, but then go further um, than there. Um, the Neolithic history is just absolutely fascinating, you know. So you're going back five and a half thousand years, uh, but then history spreads from. Neolithic through to Viking, um, and then even to World War One, World War Two history as well. It's just an absolutely fascinating place, excellent to be in. Very windy. Bring a jacket, a hat, and a scarf. All right. Number three on your podcast, you mentioned that you use your telephone accent, I believe, uh, because you want to make sure people understand you as a Scot. Are there any Scottish accents that you have trouble understanding? Ooh, northeast. 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 Uh, so up in the northeast of Scotland, they, they have a dialect. So so we have English and then we have Scots. And then, mm -hmm. so Scots is just like a bastardized version of the English language. Um, and then we have like other little um, dialects. So one of them is Doric. Um, and a phrase in Doric uh, to sort of share with you is... Um, I'll have a pet and an in and in and all. So I'll have a pet and an in and in and all means I will have a pie and an onion one as well. Which I know sounds like a bizarre <laughs> phrase to even introduce to anyone, but yes. when you're when when that's the way that people so it's it's, it's all about vowel changes really. Um but uh but yeah, I kind of struggle up there, but uh the Scottish accent's not that difficult. You just need to ask us to slow down from time to time. <laughs> we do talk yeah. quickly. 
we talked about the about Braveheart in the William Wallace episode. You must uh, you must pick one film to represent Scotland forevermore. Which film is it? <sighs> you spoke you spoke in favor of Braveheart as being yeah. Really I mean, Braveheart is a great film. Rob Roy is a great film. Um, Highlander is pretty good. Restless Natives. Uh, it's kind of more of a cult film, um, but. Bizarrely, I'm not going to choose a film that's actually about Scotland to represent Scotland because I think Interesting. it's one that kind of represents and is and is recognised everywhere, and that would be Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Interesting, because it was all filmed here. So although yes. it's not technically a story about Scotland, it was all filmed in Scotland. Uh, so the locations like um, Castle Stalker, which is Castle Arg in the film. Um, Dune Castle, which is also famous for being in Game of Thrones and Outlander, um, and plenty of other Glencoe, just so many different locations around Scotland. I think, uh, like, no matter what you see, although it is one of the most ridiculous films that you'll ever watch in your life, just look in the background as well because it, it is absolutely beautiful in the background. But, uh, but yeah, I'd probably say uh, I either any of those. Any of those will do. Any, any of those. <laughs> but I do think uh, I do think Monty Python, the Holy Grail, is a uh, is an excellent pick. It is the a, final question. Sorry, one other film to mention: yes. Outlaw King, Outlaw King on Netflix. Um, I should, which is about Robert the Bruce, um, okay. starring Chris Pine. All filmed in Scotland as well. So I'll, I'll maybe actually go oh, for Outlaw King. Okay. Uh, final question: What is the most interesting era in Scottish history? I know it's impossible to pick, but I don't make the rules, unfortunately. Oh, uh, again, very, very difficult one. Um, in terms of just simply Scottish history, yes, Wars of Independence, Wars, okay. uh, the Scottish Wars of Independence, the first one and the second one, um, just because of how it kind of all started. Because even the story of how it started is so long and convoluted, it is unbelievable. Um, and then basically Scotland becoming an independent nation, um, for kind of recognised for the first time in history. So probably, probably that one. That is all for this episode of 63% Scottish. Please connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for 63% Scottish and you'll find us. If you want to help our show keep growing, consider subscribing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. This show is supported through promotional partnerships with the St. Andrews Society of Toronto, the Scottish Society of Ottawa, the St. Andrews Society of Los Angeles, the St. Andrews Society of Winnipeg, the Clans and Scottish Societies of Canada, the Singapore St. Andrews Society, the St. Andrews Society of the State of New York, and Chicago Scots. If you live in any of these places, I encourage you to find out how you can get involved. Links to all of these organizations are in the description for this episode. We also receive promotional support from the Scots Corner page on Facebook and the Center for Scottish Studies at the University of Guelph. This show owes a debt of gratitude to the Scottish Banner, the premier publication for Scottish people and those of Scottish heritage in Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the United States of America. You can find all of our episodes on their website along with short articles on each subject. Again, links are in the episode description. Music in this episode is from Roman Senec Music. Thank you for listening to 63% Scottish. Until next time, cheers and sláinte.